0: Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about two simple ways to avoid creative burnout. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And Today we're talking about two simple ways to avoid creative burnout. I don't know if you're like me, but if you're like most of us who work in creative or communication fields, there's a moment by which you hit burnout. And by burnout, I mean, you're just kind of done. You're this moment where you kind of hit this inflection point where you're kind of thinking, I don't want to do anymore. I'm done. I don't have anything left in the tank, quote unquote. And you quote unquote are burned out. And for a lot of us, that typically may happen after Easter, after Christmas, after you've expended a lot of creative energy. So you kind of have this lull, and it's kind of this burnout. And the problem is, That when you have that burnout, you still have creative work to do, and you're kind of thinking, I don't know where else I'm going to pull from because at this point, you're kind of just you're done, if you will. And so, what happens is for a lot of us, we just maybe go find templates or go find go find inspiration somewhere, just grab something, copy it, and just get it out the door because again, you're done. You're like, I've got nothing else left in the tank. So, how do you refill that tank? How do you? if you will, avoid creative burnout and maybe, you know, refill the creative tank. So the fact that you can produce more creative content, um, whatever it is that you're doing for your church. Well, I'm going to give you two, what I think are pretty simple ways to do it. And they go hand in hand. These are two simple ways to avoid creative burnout and kind of refill the tank. Um, and they go again, they kind of, it's almost like a step one and step two. So here they are. Step one, learn to expose yourself to new stimuli. What I mean by that is, is find new things that are going to hopefully help you make new connections creatively. And here's, let me unpack a little bit what I mean by that. Often creativity really is at the end of the day, it's about you taking two unrelated things and figuring out a way, to, fun way to tie them together in a way that nobody ever thought those two things would go together. So if you're doing a video and you've got a really good fun concept, a lot of times it's this, it's this idea that you would have these two ideas that would never actually really really kind of go together and when you do that people love it because it's creative it's fun it's unique they never thought wow i never thought about doing things that way or i never thought about looking at a solution or a theological issue if you will that way and that's typically when you find like really creative fun work but the way to do that the way to kind of get to arrive there is, is you're going to have to start exposing yourself to new stimuli new things that are going to hopefully open up creative the creative part of your brain but kind of push you. And so a couple of easy ways to do that, to open yourself up to new stimuli, new, new things are going to push you is, is I, I think is a really dead easy, simple one that I love to do, which is I love to watch movies, but it's not so much watching movies. It's rather watching the behind the scenes of the movies. In fact, my favorite, probably behind the scenes directors kind of view of things is the Pixar Incredibles movie. When you watch the behind the scenes of the director Brad Bird, it's really great stuff because he he even shows you a video of day one of him taking, him coming to Pixar and him starting the whole process of the movie. You watch them have behind the scenes arguments on how they're going to create the characters and what the characters should sound like. They talk through the voicing of the character. They talk how they constructed the story. You even get to see sometimes, I think, in this one, I think this behind the scenes actually shows you their offices, which are very fun and very creative, but it exposes you to the whole creative process. And from that, you can gather a lot of things in terms of like how they create, how they go through the process of creating the story. You can learn a lot because there's this beautiful kind of behind the scenes. They kind of obviously adds more depth to the movie. If you're into the movie, the Incredibles, but more importantly, it adds a lot of depth to how that creative process works. So I always think behind the scenes DVD. Uh, I say DVD. It's a little old school um, behind the scenes of any movie, for that matter, by which you can get those, you know, on iTunes, you get those extras, if you will, and view them. You can really find a lot of really, I think, some really cool stuff because it kind of unpacks, if you will, it kind of shows you how the magician did the trick, and from that you can pull together. I think some really creative stuff that you can use for your church. I think a second way to kind of expose yourself to new stimuli is put yourself in a place where you're going to absorb art or music. And those are the two things I can think of design and music that are typically not your thing. And I don't mean anything that would be nefarious. I mean, this is just something you traditionally don't do. So maybe it is like you're not into classical, you're not into jazz or you're not into country. Maybe, maybe you're mostly mostly hip hop rap, whatever it is that you've got you. That's your thing. What if you spent a couple of days and listening to something completely, totally different? Um, the idea is that you're, you're, you're jogging your brain with a new pattern of music, rhythm, uh, new exposure to new, a, a kind of a, a new musical element in your mind. Or from the design side, maybe it is like you really love a certain type of design. Maybe you love that clean Helvetica, you know, Gotham, you know, very controlled, minimalistic. Well, then look at something that's much more outlandish, okay? Look at something that is a little bit more uh, very avant-garde. Or maybe that's something that's got a little bit like Anderson. Uh, there's an artist named Anderson who's got of, like these Nike Light posters, which are basically it's all this giant light kind of light photo type of work, or just heavy illustration that's you know graffiti like, if you will. In fact, I bought a 1980s book of like uh, subway graffiti just because it's not my thing, but I wanted to see what that was like so I could absorb it because I want to push my brain to go somewhere else, somewhere different. Because later on, I know that I'm gonna be accessing that when I again trying to take two unrelated things. And tie them together so first step is don't be afraid to expose yourself to new stimuli and probably do that on a regular basis to kind of stretch yourself because that's gonna be really important for your creativity the second part and this is related and it may not seem like it is at first but the second part is you need to learn to get bored and be comfortable with being bored because see, one things we know about the brain is is that when your brain is actually bored in other words when you're daydreaming um, when you're just at the doctor's office and you put away your phone and you're just sitting there what you're allowing your brain to do And this is also, by the way, is very, very true of sleep is you're letting your brain take time off and kind of you'll make new connections for all this stuff that you just exposed yourself to. So in step one, you expose yourself to all this new stimuli. Well, your brain needs to process that new stimuli and kind of, if you will, file it in its filing cabinets and by letting yourself get bored. The brain kind of accesses that stuff and the brain can start making new connections. But it only does that when like, it, you have an opportunity to let the brain rest and be bored and you're not multitasking, you're not looking at social media, you're not watching movies, you're not listening to podcasts. I'm talking just take a moment, go out to the backyard, sit in a, you know, lay down in a hammock or whatever, and just relax for an hour just be bored. I mean, being bored, you're letting your brain kind of do a lot of the heavy creative lifting for you because it's already helping you make those new connections. In fact, I would suggest that if you quote unquote are bored, if you will, once you get there, take a pen and notepad with you. Don't use an electronic device. So when a new idea does pop up, because eventually it will, just write it down, put the pen and notepad back down and go back to being bored. But at least you've captured the idea. You haven't lost the idea, but this is going to let you kind of give your brain time to make new connections and hopefully come up with some new creative ideas, which I think it will if you allow yourself to get bored. If you want a really good example of somebody who kind of advocates for this is author named Cal Newport. I've spoken about him before on this podcast. He wrote the book uh, Deep Work, which I think is probably one of the key uh, works on this whole subject. He talks about working really hard and then taking a lot of time off to be bored, to walk, to think. But the reality of it is, is giving yourself time away from the work itself so the fact you can actually do the really best work that you you really can produce but you really need a moment where you're going to need to be okay with being bored and i know that's really hard because for a lot of us we're in a very hustle, go, go, go culture. And if you're not working, therefore, you must be lazy. And that's just something that has been embedded in us. That's part of who we are. But we've got to decouple ourselves from that and understand that by being bored and by having these moments where we let our brain rest or we take time off, we're going to be creative in the long run. In fact, I find a lot of us who are suffering from creative burnout is probably because we've run too, too far too fast and we've never given ourselves time to relax and rest. And so what happens is, is we end up recycling old ideas and the creativity just at the end of the day is not there. So really, really, really want to emphasize being bored is actually a really good thing. And you should really look into it. So again, step one, expose yourself to new stimuli, find things out there that may make you uncomfortable because it's not your style. It's not your thing. Maybe it's not even the aesthetic of your church, but expose yourself to those new things. Step two get bored. Be okay with being bored. Be okay with sitting out back in your backyard for about an hour or so. And especially during the summer is a great time to do it. And just relaxing and not thinking about anything else, not even reading a book, just relaxing and give your brain that time off to kind of make those new connections because those new connections will lead to better creativity. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I Hope you enjoyed it. If you like this podcast, leave us already on iTunes and you can subscribe there as well. We're also on Google play and Spotify until next time y'all take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.